Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Legendary Chiropractor Podcast, providing a navigational beacon for the present and the future of chiropractic. This podcast is made for and with the prospective chiropractic student, current chiropractic student, and even doctor out in the field in mind. I'm your host, Johnny Ruder, and today we're talking about finding your own voice in a crowded space, transitioning into practice from graduation, filling yourself and working on yourself in order to give to others, and the why behind the Cairo-inspired community. All here on the Legendary Chiropractor Podcast, I'm your host, Johnny Ruder, and today's guest, Dr. Richard Letta. Be sure you're enjoying The Legendary Chiropractor, not only on thelegendarychiropractor.com, but also on various social media platforms, including Facebook and Instagram. Follow us at The Legendary Chiropractor, and on Twitter, follow us at Legendary Chiro. Please engage and participate in conversation and start any discussions that you feel are necessary for the chiropractic profession to hear and are important enough for all of those in the profession to know about. Um, sweet. Let's do this. Let's go. Hello, Let's everyone. Welcome to the Chiropractic Compass podcast brought to you by the Legendary Chiropractor online community. We are officially live and ready to rock here with Dr. Richard Letta. He is a practicing chiropractor up in Winnipeg, north of the America here, and he is uh, a practicing doc, like I said, in Winnipeg, Canada, and is absolutely crushing it right now. He has his own podcast, which we will be getting to at the end of this uh, conversation, but we're going to run through a whole gamut of things because he just recently graduated, and I want him to share knowledge bombs with everybody. So, Doc, without further ado, please introduce yourself. Tell us your story, where you come from, and why chiropractic, right? Yeah, uh, Doc, thank you so much for having me again. Um, honestly, to all the listeners, I'm a little bit nervous <laughs> to, to have the roles reversed because, you know, I'm usually the one being uh, or doing the interviews and having people, I'm answering the question, or I'm, sorry, let's go back up. I'm asking the questions and people are answering for me and I'm trying to, um, I guess, spur a little bit more conversation. So to be asked and have the, the roles reversed, I'm, I'm pretty excited to have that. And I am a little bit nervous, so I'm not going to lie to you guys, but um for me, uh, my story goes back to essentially from, you know, being this you know, sick 10-year-old boy, uh, you know, super overweight, having, you know, chronic conditions like asthma, um, really bad allergies, migraines, headaches, neck pain, low back pain, um, you know, a, a lot of the childhood conditions that we would, you know, you see nowadays. And, you know, right now, it, right then it wasn't really common, but now it is, I guess, but you know, I wasn't a healthy kid growing up and, you know, time and time and time passed by and things got worse in the sense of, you know, my health started to deteriorate, my asthma got worse, uh, I got way bigger, I was considered chronically obese for my age at 15 years old. I think my highest was about 262 pounds where um, they diagnosed me with a pre-diabetes and metabolic syndrome. At the time, I didn't know it was metabolic syndrome, but, you know, I had all the features and all the symptoms for it. And uh, by the time I was 18, I actually got into a really bad car accident. Um, and that's when I actually ventured into chiropractic care. Now, before that, when I was 16 years old, I actually lost my father to a massive heart attack. And so that was kind of my spur to really 
get on this kick to get healthier. And um, I physically exercise. I ran around my high school track at Sisler High School, two miles every single day. My diet was like chicken, broccoli, carrots, um, <laughs> you know, the, 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 the typical kind of bodybuilding shredding type of diet. I wasn't very healthy. And then all those symptoms like the pain and the asthma got worse over time. Now, I went to see my chiropractor at 18 after that car accident, and that decision was, you know, really something that changed my life because he not only started showing me the power of chiropractic, but more so he started uh, essentially just really showing me how to be a healthier person and live a healthier lifestyle. Uh, you know, to this day, I, I usually say that I'm the healthiest version of myself now, and I attribute it all to not only chiropractic care, but the chiropractic lifestyle that came along with it. So uh, that's me in a nutshell of why chiropractic um, currently I'm in Winnipeg, Manitoba, like you said, uh, practice in about, this is my f fourth year now in practice and, um, just loving it, man. Just loving it. Awesome. Awesome. You're crushing it. And what a story, what an impactful story. And I hope anyone listening right now or listening on replay can, can be inspired by that because that's what these podcasts are all about. It's bringing different people and different showing, giving people the limelight to, really be themselves and share where they come from and how they got to where they are. Because all of us in chiropractic, we usually say it chose us, right? The profession chose us. But a lot of people don't realize, you know, that a lot of us, it chose us through the means of very insane stories and very intense lifestyles that we had previously. And we kind of got redirected through chiropractic, which is awesome. So thanks for sharing that with us, Doc. And also, by the way, I love that you were like, I'm nervous. And I, I, I you know, I think you and I are both like, no, when the roles are reversed, you're nervous. But also, like, when you're just going live, it's like, you just got those butterflies. You're like, ooh, I hope this goes well. You know, it's like, who knows? Like, we'll just throw it out there, give it to the people, and then see what happens from there and see what the comments look like and uh, see what people are loving on. So, but thanks for sharing, Doc. And you're, you are in a very safe place with us here on the Chiropractic Compass podcast. So with that being said, I want to quickly throw a shameless plug in here. We have, for all Life University students out there, we have coming up a practice blueprint workshop September 6th. So not this weekend, not the next weekend, not the next weekend, but the next weekend. <laughs> so you got you to, gotta, September 6th, we are doing a practice blueprint workshop with the ladies over at Two Inspire Women, Dr. Shaylin Osborne, Dr. Janice Hughes, and Dr. Kim Carpenter. So if you're a Life University student, please be on the lookout for the practice blueprint workshop and register. I will drop the link below after this show. So cool, Doc. Let's hop into the topics here. I want to bullet list them, then we'll break them down and just talk and talk and talk because that's what we do best. So um, number one, we're going to talk a little bit about finding your own voice in a crowded space. I can't wait to hear what you had to say about that because it's so mm -hmm. awesome. Transitioning into practice from graduation for all the chiropractic students out there who are, you know, sixth quarter and above for life university terms. Um, please pay attention to that. That's what you're going to want to stick around for. Filling yourself and working on yourself in order to give to others because it's important to take care of yourself. Put your oxygen mask on before helping others. And then the Cairo Inspire community and why and also getting into your podcast a little bit and understanding why, that, why you really started that and where that came from. So I'm excited, Doc, to dive in here. But without further ado, we're going to hop right into finding your own voice in a crowded space. Tell us, what does that mean and and what does it mean to you specifically? Yeah, you know, so 
kind of just going through this journey of, you know, uh, finding um, not only yourself in the in the process of like you know, becoming a chiropractor or becoming Johnny Ruder or uh, Jim Chester or Richard Letta. Um, we, a lot of us, you know, we've, we grow up in the space where I feel that we've been kind of muted in a way to express our true selves. And in today's day and age, we're really looking at, you know, things like social media, uh, television, um, and just all the noise around us. And I, f- I find that, you know, we as docs and um, students coming out into, into practice, it's very hard to project ourselves. And at least for me at that point, I was very nervous to do so because I thought that I didn't have some sort of maybe authority or uh, I didn't have the the skills or the knowledge to actually give back to people. And, you know, you look at guys like that are doing it so, so, so great, like Dan Sullivan, Josh Axe, uh, Ed Osborne, you, you guys are doing so much for this community um, and this profession and even the natural healthcare world that you're like, man, what do I have to offer? Why would people listen to me? And that was really going through my head prior to not only graduating school, but getting out into practice and then jumping into this online space where, you know, we're making videos or we're doing podcasts or even making blogs. And I thought I didn't have a, a creative bone in my body. Okay, that was me. <laughs> um, so when I say finding our, your own voice in a crowded space, it's about just really expressing who you truly are in a space that, yes, is probably a little bit crowded for your liking or for our liking, but to do it anyway, because somewhere someone is looking for your message. And whether that's one person that 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 you're going to change their mindset, you're not going to change the whole world, maybe, but you can change the whole world for that one person. Yeah. Um, or at least their perspective on it. And so that's why I, I, I talk about, you know, if you're going to do something, if it's whether it's a Facebook Live, a podcast um, an Instagram live, or even just taking a, a dang picture, just do it. Yeah. Don't be afraid. Don't be scared because at the end of the day, you're going to help someone. You're going to help change one person's life. And to me, that's worth it. That's worthwhile. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I think I, I always say to myself, I, I speak to the first quarter students at life university every quarter. And I'm like, you know what? If, if they get nothing out of this, that's fine. But if one person, you know, comes down and talks to me afterwards or, messages me on Facebook or Instagram afterwards and says, Hey, I like this. Now, what are some clubs I can get involved in? Now they're starting to ask questions. If that happens, it means the message got through to at least one person. And that's what matters, right? Like that's, that's the goal of that talk. It doesn't, I'm not there to talk to each individual person because everyone comes from different backgrounds, different stories and has different experiences. But it's like, like you said, I love this. I wrote this quote down. Someone somewhere is looking for your message. And that is so so accurate. And I want to be like, I want to say what I said in my interview with Dr. Ed Osborne was, you know, there are 7 billion people on this planet. 4 billion of them have access to the internet. (laughs) Like if you have a passion or a message, like there is no better place to go than just to start promoting that message and passion on the internet in all the right ways, right? Like let's talk, I mean, we can talk ethics and morals and all that stuff and, and being true to who you are, but but it's like, if you do have a message and a passion, people want to hear it. There's someone out there or some people out there and the book, a thousand true fans. That's, you know, it, it, there are things out there that people are looking for and you have something good to offer this community. And you're absolutely right. Someone's looking for that message. I also wrote down, 
that you wrote, you said it's a projection of yourself. Like, what am I going to put, bring to this space? What do I have to offer? Right? Like, especially as a student. And I, I, I talk to other chiropractic students and they're like, you're a student. What are you doing? How are you doing this? Why are you doing this? And all those questions come up. Right. And it's like, it's like, but what you said, you were like, I have, I don't really know if I have authority or expertise in that place, but how else are you going to get expertise and authority in mm-hmm. an area if you don't, if you aren't a part of it, right? Like if you see something, you have to step into it, right? So talk to us a little bit about that. Like not, maybe not positioning yourself as the expert or the authority, but maybe coming in from kind of the non-expert or non-authority and saying, Hey, I'm just here. I'm here to give you value and bring other people on like we do, like you and I both do that are maybe a little bit smarter or have more experience in this field than I do. Talk to us a little bit about that. Absolutely. Um, you know, you, you think of it and uh, there's a lot way, way smarter guys out there. Like you just had Anthony Pellegrino on there. There are guys that are going to probably be more successful in the sense of numbers or making a lot of money. Um, and you're going to go in there and be like, well, why wouldn't people just listen to this guy? Right. Um, why would they listen to me? So I, I go in there and I'm like, okay, well, you got to start somewhere. Um, and you got to start somewhere soon because otherwise you're just going to get into this rabbit hole and you're going to be like, well, it's too late and I'm, or too, I'm, I'm too old or uh, you're not good enough. All these little excuses that go through our head. And so when I get, when I get back to that concept of really just, I guess, finding the expertise or the authority, you just have to do it. And then as long as you're congruent or an, and authentic and tell people up front that, hey, you're, not, you're just learning. Um, but as long as you provide some sort of value to them, I think what they'll do is they'll they'll still listen and they'll they'll look for you more and they'll, they'll just they'll be there they'll show up and as long as you keep showing up eventually people will show up even even more so so um i think that's what i mean by that mm-hmm. but understand yeah. this like i'm still trying to figure out my words and how to say things express things right yeah um and that's just the that's what happens when we just go through these repetitions and we have to go through the repetitions in order for you to solidify um, your message and your, your ex- expertise and your authority. Yes. Yes. And we can even talk about like, we can bring this back to the gym and be like, Hey, <laughs> by the way, you know, you don't just build muscle in a day, right? It, it's like three sets, 10 reps, you know, like there are repetitions. Like if you want to talk about repetition and doing something consistently and constantly and persistent, like that is all about getting into a different community, getting into a new area of, of whatever you're looking into, right? No matter if it's for a chiropractor, we like to go to the internet for self-marketing and branding or, um, any sort of chiropractic, you know, internal or external marketing that you're doing, right? Like it's all of these things, but there's no way to learn unless you just jump in and you start reading about it. You start learning about it and you start talking to people like yourself, like Ed Osborne, like Jim Chester, if you're in the podcasting world and learn from these people, right? You you watch. I am an I'm a serial user of mm-hmm. podcast of podcasts, specifically chiropractic podcasts, right? Your podcast, Jim Chester's podcast, Ed Osborne's podcast, because I want to learn from the best in the game so that I can apply and translate through what we're doing here, right? It's like that's exactly that's exactly it. And I wrote one thing down because it, it resonated with me and I, it's, it's someone will listen and one person will listen 
and you were listing all these, you know, smart people. And it's like, why aren't people just, you know, going for them, right? They have all the answers. <laughs> mm-hmm. But in reality, like, they might not resonate with certain people, right? They might not be speaking the way that other people are receiving it or want to receive that message, right? So, like, when it comes to research, like, learning from Anthony Pellegrino is a heck of a way to learn, but you can also learn from, you know, the Heidi Havocs or mm-hmm. the Amy Spolstra's like those, you know, and then we're talking like crazy in depth, you know, neuroscience and everything like that. So it depends where you're at on that level. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. hundred percent. Because, um, at the end of the day, those people learn from someone else too. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Yes. <laughs> all we're doing is just really, you know, trying to get all this information and absorb it and then gurge it out with, uh, our own spin on it. Yes. Um, but I mean, that's where I'm at with that. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Doc. I love it. So that's, that's really how you find your voice. I feel like we, we nailed the head on that one or we hit the nail on the head on that one. Um, that's how you find your voice in a crowded space. You just got to go for it. So just to kind of recap, you just gotta, you gotta throw yourself out there. You're not going to be an expert or an authority right away, but that's okay. Somebody is going to want to listen to your message and they're going to like how you're presenting the information. That's a little bit different from other people. So keep, keep with it and be consistent. Next topic is transitioning into practice from graduation. Oh, my favorite topic, like literally this is because I am there, right? Like I am in the midst of this right now. And I'm like, it's, it's like blood, sweat and tears all over the place. But talk to us a little bit about why it's so important to master this transition period and what people can do to do so. You know what? It's, it's really important because essentially this is going to set the foundation for the rest of your, your practice life. I think at least like, you know, Children and kids and babies, you know, they're learning things on a subconscious level from ages zero to seven. And from my understanding, at least that's from Bruce Lipton. And if we think about it, what you do in the first, you know, four to seven years of your practice, I'm in my fourth, four and a half year, if, I, if that makes sense. Um, I'm still picking up the habits. I'm still doing these, um, all the systems and the processes that need to be done in order to build a thriving practice, whether that's screening, whether that's a day one call, uh, your doctor's report, a day two, ROF, whatever that, whatever you do, um, if we're consistent and we keep consistent at it and we build the good habits now, you're setting a great foundation for the rest of your, your practice life. Um, and yes, you're going to evolve, you're going to adapt, um, you're going to transition into doing different things or things differently, but for the most part, you're going to set the foundation again for building your practice to what you want it to be. Yeah. Um, one thing I usually say is that have a vision of what you want your practice to look like because Johnny's definition of success in his practice is going to be very different from mine or even your success in life is going to be very different from mine. Um, I'm a very, very family-oriented person and not to say no one else is as family-oriented as me, but um, I really put them high on that level, uh, level of my core values, because I want to be there for, for them whenever they need me. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, we also have to understand that you got to take care of yourself. Um, we do have to make some sort of financial gain to make sure that we can thrive in this, in this life, especially in the Western world. But if you can set the foundations again for uh, what you're going to do in practice, uh, that's going to go a very, very long way. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I agree. I love that you started right there. You were like, it's the foundation for the rest, pretty much the rest of your life. And that's not to throw pressure 
at, you know, I, I'm still in this transition period. I am very young in this transition period from student to doc. So in a sense, yeah, am I, am I nervous? Am I scared? Am I fearful? Absolutely. Everybody is. But at the same time, like you're saying, it's like you have to set that foundation. So doc, tell us a little, a few things that people can do in order to set that foundation properly. Like talk about following the right people or mentoring or, um, mm -hmm. what do you do about, you know, lease agreements? Like we can get into the nitty gritty if we really want to, but talk to us a little bit about surrounding yourself with the right people and the right resources to set that foundation properly. Yeah. Uh, great question because, uh, you touched on something very, very important in the sense of, um, resources and, you know, who to follow. Now I'm going to say that who you surround yourself with in your community is going to be very important. Now, whether you have to go to seminars for that or even having a community within uh, your state or your city, uh, that's going to be very huge because essentially, again, what you're pretty much the average of the, the five people you hang around with the most. Yep. Uh, luckily, I have four docs in my office or other docs than, other than me. And our energies and our, our frequencies, you know, we combine to really ultimately make this, um, I guess, this medium, if you will. Um, you know, my energy might be here. Or it might be down here one day, and then another doc might be up here. And so right in the middle is where we meet. And so their energy can uplift mine. Um, and I say that about having some sort of community in the space, whether it's Epic Practice or uh, the Remarkable Practice or Max Living or Amped. Uh, just find your tribe. Yeah. And it, I believe that it is really important to have these tribes because it makes us uh, stronger in the sense that we have some sort of support. And again, you might not listen to one of these gurus or these practice management gurus uh, like you would with another. Yeah. Um, and so really just finding your, your, your crowd and your tribe that you really resonate with and their message and follow them. Uh, as for really setting up a foundation, I look at uh, working on myself a lot. And this is probably going to transition to the next topic Absolutely. of filling yourself. Go for it. Yeah, so filling yourself and working on yourself in order to give to others is is something I really give uh, or try to live by in the sense of um, you can't pour from an empty cup. You can't pour from an empty cup just like the cup that you're drinking from. You have to fill it first. Yep. And um, I do that by prayer, meditation, uh, being with family, making sure I take care of myself in sense of nutrition, um, working out, and just doing things that really fill me. Uh, because if we can do that, if you can fill yourself up, then you can give that energy or that your, your frequency off to the people that need it. And really, I think when I heard this quote, this, this made so much sense that um, you don't attain success really. Success comes to you by the, with, by the person that you become, if that makes sense. Yeah. You have to go yeah. and become this person or the best version of Johnny Reuter or the best version of Richard Letta. And whatever successes you're ready for, the universe or God will give you. Um, so that's really what I talk about when uh, it comes to filling yourself and working on yourself to give to others. And that has been a really big foundation for me because if you don't have the energy going into practice, your patient's going to feel that, your staff's going to feel that, your colleagues are going to feel that. And a lot of the times the practice will just dwindle if you don't carry on that same energy. Um, and right now, honestly, that's been something I've been working on because uh, you have life events, you have changes, you might have um, 
board issues or you might have um, media issues, especially here in Canada where it's really negative right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so that really takes a toll on, on you. So you have to really find something to pour into yourself, whether that's listening to more podcasts or that meditation or prayer, whatever it is. Uh, you have to really find a time to just be able to think and get refueled for the day, for the week, for the month, for the year. Absolutely. I, you nailed it, man. I, I, you, you literally hit every point that I, I was like, man, I, he's going to guide us right through this. It's going to be perfect. Yeah. And you did just that. It was awesome. So if, if you, I want to recap that for people so that they, they know and that they can understand it, you know, it's really, and I'm going to share it in my own, my own way, because it's like, if you don't have something, like you said, you mentioned the cup, you can't pour from an empty cup and you can't, right? You, you have the cup. (laughs) That's you. You're the vessel, Mm -hmm. right? Like you are the vessel. So go fill yourself up. No matter what that's through, you, you mentioned prayer, meditation, um, and, or just sitting in silence, listening to yourself or rocking out, whatever lights you up, do that. But also, whatever gets you in your own thoughts and understanding and being able to really feel and understand different emotions that you're having. Right. Because I feel like a lot of people in society, especially like they'll feel something and they'll be really mad or pissed off or whatever, but they don't know where it came from. So then they just keep getting mad, pissed off or angry. Right. So they can't really, when it comes up, they don't, they don't really know. Oh, wait a second okay, I'm just mad because of that reason, or I'm just taking this out, I'm lashing out because of this reason, or I'm really sad because of this or that, or, um, and then realize that with happiness, right? Where do you find happiness? Um, if that's going for a walk, going for a run, you know, if that's sleeping, if that's mm-hmm. whatever it is, right? Like, and I, I love, it, it goes all the way back to what we said at the beginning, like you can't put your, you have to put your oxygen mask on first, before you put little Timmy's or Jimmy's on, um, because those you you can't serve your community at this level, the highest of levels, if you are down here. It, it's it just doesn't make any sense, and it doesn't it doesn't work. Like if we want to get into, we can get into like crazy stuff, like power versus force, and you know vibration frequencies and energy and all that but <laughs> but we're not going to right now but it's like that is what we're talking about here like that is that is the extent of like how deep this is rooted and how deep it goes so do you have anything else to say about you coming first and really taking care of you coming up actually doc I want you to talk about core values with us what mm-hmm. is that not not necessarily what yours are but you can share them if you'd like but what are what are they, and how can people start to kind of self discover those? Uh, well, I think with, with uh, core values are are just things that you really hold um, really close to you, if that makes sense. Something th- those things obviously that you value to your core. Uh, so that being said, like uh, it can be God, it can be your country, it can be your wife, it can be your family, um, it can be traits like integrity or uh, honesty or honor. All of those things are core value. It's just really what uh, will drive you internally. And so I put family high up there because um, that's just how I was raised. I'm Filipino. We have a big, big family. Um, and then I put, my, I put my partner up there. I put, I put God in the universe up there. All those things are very important to me. And so um, if you can really find the things that are going to give you the energy or you find tremendous value with it internally, mm-hmm. um, those what I believe are core values and those core values 
if you can stay congruent to those or keep those at the forefront of your mind, um, you're, you're going to essentially move towards that pleasure state and avoid a lot of the pain. Um, I feel that people miss because a lot of people I, I feel that are, are not following uh, their core values because they're being bombarded with, with outside media or all the noise and they can't figure themselves out and they can't listen to themselves. And so those core values, they dissipate. Yeah. And they disappear from us. And that's where you find unhappiness and depression. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that hopefully that answers your question. Absolutely does. Absolutely does. Yeah. I mean, it's just those are things that you hold really close to you. And and it's I think that you have to have them in order. Right. Mm -hmm. Prior to serving others, especially in the service industry, because we're going to take a lot on our shoulders with people coming in, telling us different things and a variety of how it affects them, their families as well as their everyday living. And so if you're an emotional person and you can, you, you take on all that energy and go home with that every night. Right. And it's like now all of a sudden you're, you're, you could possibly be throwing core values out the window and all of a sudden, you know, you're taking on this responsibility and now you're lashing out or you're angry or upset or whatever. Um, but it also falls in the category of, you know, the, the core value of what you're doing and why you're doing it. So if something better comes up, right, you don't just jump at the next opportunity, right? Like it's like, especially in chiropractic, like you're, you're a chiropractor and, and you could be, you know, an online marketer or whatever, but as long as you're doing what you're doing to a hundred percent of your abilities and, and giving it your all and not, you know, half-assing everything, um, I think that also falls into core values because I think sometimes we, like you said, it's sometimes traits that, these core values can be. And sometimes when life gets hard or, you know, something shiny comes up, we throw away a trait and say, Oh, we're going to jump at that. Um, so would you agree with that or disagree? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, absolutely agreed. Yeah. Um, so let's doc, I want to talk to you because you are a podcaster as well as myself, as well as at Osborne, as well as Jim Chester. Those are like those, those are the four, you know, those are the four go-to guys I think of when it comes to podcasting. And then we have a bunch of people. You just interviewed uh, Slay the Day. Oh, what was her name? Yeah. Um, she's uh, awesome. Lauren. Lauren Brunsley. Yeah, man. She's crushing it, which is Dude, great. She's, yeah. She's I, great. I, I'm so excited uh, to reach out to her and get her on my podcast. But yeah, man, talk to us a little bit before we get into your podcast, right? Um, talk to us a little bit about why you wanted to podcast and then we'll transition. You can transition right into uh, the inspired or Cairo inspired, uh, podcast. Yep. Yeah. Um, it actually started from, I just listened to a lot of podcasts just like you. Um, I, I started with Ed Osborne's for the chiropractic philanthropist. Um, I went to breaking the underdog curse with Don McDonald, uh, rockstar doctor life with Melissa Longo, um, found yours, the, uh, chiropractic compass podcast. And then I, I saw Jeff Chester's, um, and then Anthony Pellegrino's. And so I just consume a lot of information and I try to digest that information for myself. I'm a very slow reader. Very, very slow. Yeah. I'm one of those guys that talks in their head, has to say every single word. And I just found that listening to content or listening to words uh, was a lot easier for me to process and um, really work through in my own head. Yeah. Now, I would listen to them. And at the same time, I want to uh, try to give back as much as I could to this profession. Um, because like I said before, chiropractic pretty much saved my life, um, in the sense of giving me a perspective and a philosophy that really honored, um, 
how I believe the human body was designed to be. And being in Canada, we saw a lot of attacks in the media and uh, a lot of uh, a negativity around uh, some of the maybe the political aspects of things with not only Canada, but ar- across the world. Yeah. And I was like, man, I'm feeling this. I'm feeling depressed. I'm I'm ge- I'm getting in the dumps. So what do I need to do to give back to the community to uplift their spirits? Because it, I'm sure it wasn't just happening to me. And I had discussions with a lot of my friends and colleagues here. They're feeling the same thing. And you can just really hear it in the air. Um, so I created the Cairo Inspired Podcast because it was actually going to be called the Winnipeg Inspired Podcast, um, primarily because I wanted to give back to my city first and really build something within Winnipeg to show that, hey, I'm a Winnipegger just like you, and you can do big things uh, just like the people around you. Yeah. And you know, people talk to me like, Rich, you're doing big things. I'm like, I, I feel like I'm just still scratching the surface. Right. Um, really just, just scratching the surface. And we're so capable of other things. And what I wanted to do is go and interview a lot of these influencers and uh, entrepreneurs within the city and show other Winnipeggers like, hey, you have an opportunity to, to do amazing things. Not that you're not, not already, but uh, here's another person that's doing something big or here's another person that's doing really something inspiring. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and then you can probably see a little bit of my room in here. Uh, I'm really just doing all of this from my spare bedroom, which we turned into an office. <laughs> and the last thing I wanted to do was have <clears throat> people come into my, my home and <laughs> do right. a live interview. Yes. Um, so, I thought about, okay, what can I do with all the pieces together with chiropractic sort of under attack, uh, me consuming a lot of podcasts, and me wanting to give back to the profession. Um, I thought, hey, why not just make it the Cairo-inspired podcast and focus on your profession first? Um, and so that's where the the birthing process of Cairo, the Cairo-inspired podcast came. And that's why um, you know we're having a lot of interviews in the sense of just reaching out to people and finding what they're their stories are. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and it's so interesting because the podcasting world, listening and consuming podcasts is so different than actually putting on your own podcast, right? Like there's a lot and you, we had uh, caught up and reached out to each other pri- like when you, we, you first recognized the Chiropractic Compass podcast and then you were like, hey, you know, this guy's doing this kind of the same thing. I want to reach out to him. We reached out to each other and then it was like, okay, here – here are all the things I'm doing. Here are all the things you're doing. And, you know, it's a lot, right? You got to find a hosting platform. You got to get the equipment. You got to find the programs and the software to run your Facebook lives and everything like that, right? Like, and so for you to hop into the chiropractic podcasting game, I, I, I want to cheer you. I cheer you on and I, I give you, you know, my full support because it's like, that this is what we need. And it's like, you're going to interview people that I am not going to interview that we might overlap occasionally, but it's like, you are going to bring your message through your podcast. And then you're going to bring other people's messages who I'm not able to reach or who I don't know who I'm not reaching out to. And it's like that those are things because of course, like when you're first coming out, you go to the people who are in your inner circles and you're like, or if you're like me and you're a crazy student and you just start <laughs> bombarding everybody's messenger, you know, like the Billy DeMosses and like crazy, you know, people that like the Josh Axis, I, I've messaged him a couple of times and I'm like, I, 
you know, why not try it, right? Like, in, and so it's like that cold messaging, like cold calling in sales, but it's like, hey, be on my podcast. Um, yeah. <laughs> but it's like, it, I know what goes into this doc and I, I want to, I want to, I, I totally want to give you my support and uh, you're doing the right thing by inspiring chiropractors to, to be better chiropractors as well as chiropractic students to do what they're doing and continue to know that they're on the right path to success becoming a chiropractor, right? And I think that's where the Chiro Inspired podcast really speaks to me is like, it really helps me know that, you know, I'm on the right path. You know, I see people you interview and I know that you are a successful doc yourself. So it's like, man, he, he's doing both podcasting and, and being a doc. It's like, cause now I'm, I'm in that transition period where I'm like, can I do both of these things? Right? Like, how do I manage this? How do I do this? You know, how do I reprioritize my time and everything like that? And that's going to come with learning lessons, right? Like you're going to be like, you're going to prioritize the mm -hmm. podcast or you're going to prioritize the practice too much. And then one's going to fall off and then you're going to be like, Ooh, I got to get that back. You know, like, and then you'll finally find that groove that rocks. So, um, I, I want, go ahead and share with us a little bit about, you know, who you interview and what kind of message you really want the Cairo inspired podcast to portray to the chiropractic community other than just inspiring us, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was actually talking to Ed about this and he was saying that he came up with this was it's really just a, a platform for docs who might not have that voice that we talk about or have their voices heard. And I want to go in there and just interview across the board, any chiropractor that had a story. And that's, that's literally everybody. Um, I was joking with him that I really wanted to interview people that were like just super nice <laughs> right. um, that weren't, that weren't a-holes um, and just wanted to get back to, to chiropractic. And I started, yes, with my inner circle, but then I started reaching out to other docs and being, Hey, would you, uh, be considered, or would you consider, you know, coming to the, onto the podcast to give back to the, to, to the community, uh, to the profession. And surprisingly more often than not, they say, yeah, right. Because, uh, every other doctor for the most part, at least the, the ones that think like us, um, they want to get back to the profession. And, um, I really interview anyone that, you know, a student, I'm going to have you on there, uh, pretty soon. Yes. So, to, to people that are really just <laughs> to 10 years in practice, to five years in practice, 20 to 25 years in practice, uh, to those that are not even in practice anymore and just doing more so of the, um, the practice management or the research and just anyone that loves chiropractic. That's what I wanted, uh, to highlight that people, uh, are out there giving back to this profession it's not just you and we're all in this together yeah you have a story and out of that story you can find some inspiration not only for yourself but for your community uh and this profession yeah absolutely love i i absolutely love it because inspiration means so much um and it, it can mean so much to so many people yeah and when you have somebody on that that really speaks to somebody and really resonates with the, that audience member that's listening to your podcast, it's like, that's a win. But sometimes you don't hear about that, right? Like not, not everyone's going to reach out and be like, dude, your podcast is awesome. It changed my life. But the people that do is like, it's like, whoa, that's pretty cool. You know, I didn't know how far reaching, you know, the Chiropractic Compass podcast was going to be. And I'm sure you didn't know how far reaching the Cairo Inspired podcast was going to be. And then, you know, all these opportunities start coming up and you're like, whoa, hold on, wait a second. People, mm -hmm. you know, people are paying attention. People see what I'm putting out there. You know, it's, it's, that's the cool part about this. 
But I want to go on the flip side of that, right? So now I want to talk about the no's. I want to talk about the objections. What is that mm-hmm. like? How do you handle those? And how did you handle how do you handle those now and how did you handle those when you first started out? The no's as in getting guests on? Like yeah, like getting no's as in like uh, uh no, I don't want to be on your podcast. That those kinds of things. Or no one responds or like cuz I consider yeah. that an objection, right? Like yeah. not interested, right? <clears throat> I think with that, you know, I just I just let it be and I just say um on to the next person that really yes. wants to, to be on. Um, at the end of the day, I always try to see the perspective of others. And a lot of these guys are so busy. They're, they're so jam-packed with things. And uh, they're going to come onto your podcast for you know 30 to 45 minutes, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, a lot of them don't legit don't have um, the time prioritized for that. And that's totally fair. Yes. Um, so I just say that's okay. On to the next person that wants to be interviewed, and and that's totally fine. Now, what I've done before is really just I've reached out to them, and be like, hey, uh, it looks like we haven't scheduled an appointment or a, a, a time slotted to be interviewed. Um, just wondering if you still like to be on there. I haven't really gotten a straight up no, and I'm fine with that. I actually put in the email saying, uh, if you don't choose to be on, or uh, if you would not like to be on the podcast. Uh, kindly reply with a no thank you all the best <laughs> right and i tell them straight up tell me uh but other than that it's mostly people that aren't replying back right and i find they're uh out of due respect they're just really time prioritized not there for the podcast and that's totally fine absolutely yeah i i could not agree more with you i just i i love um i think it teaches us a lot about you know just being vulnerable and willing to say hey come on the show <laughs> you know mm-hmm. i would love to have you and I don't know what we're going to talk about yet, but I'd love, I, I think that your content's interesting. I think that you have a ton of value to bring. And then, you know, to turn around and go reach out to somebody just coldly, blindly, and not know them, not know their story, not know any of that is, I, in my opinion, I think that's pretty awesome. Um, and it's really hard to do. And just to share a fun personal story, I've gotten, I reach out to, you know, probably 40 people. 40, 50 people a season just to see like, Hey, where are we at? You know, do you want to be on the show? Blah, blah, blah. And then it's, it's like, it's like you don't, you get no, a lot of no replies. Right. But sometimes, so I've gotten three, uh, I've gotten three like different things. So I've gotten no, like just straight Mm -hmm. up. No, I've gotten no thank you, which I was like, wow, that was really nice. Like that, that's awesome. (laughs) You know? And like you said, some of these people don't have time, right? Like some of these people truly just don't have time. Like the Josh acts, yeah, he doesn't have time for to, to to come on my podcast. I wish he would and come on, but it's like unfortunately he's got he's got bigger better things to do. Um and and then the last one I got was a thumbs down and I was like I was hurt for <laughs> I, yeah, I was hurt for like a couple of minutes. I was like, "Whoa, that took effort." Like that wasn't just like a a quick, you know, text or like a no thank you, but that was like click the emoji button, right? Like scroll yeah. through if it's not in your recents click the thumbs down and send. And I was like, that took a lot of effort. I'm really sad now, (laughs) but it is what it is. But dealing with that objection and not taking it personally and not worrying about what we'll call our unsubscribers, right? Not worrying about that crowd 
that's those maybe the message might not be for them then right or you know mm -hmm. they might not want to offer what they've been giving out on Facebook or whatever to a different crowd that's totally fine um and i think that you and i both realize that and recognize that which is pretty funny but um yeah that's that how now i want to talk about we got the podcast we got you know treat yourself with respect and and build yourself up but doc tell us how we can reach out to you how can people get in touch with you? How can people join your community? Because I want people to engage with your content and everything that you have going on, which I think is so amazing. Yeah, well, thank you very much for allowing me to, to let everybody know. But you can reach me at – actually, you can go to my website. It actually just transitioned to something a little bit newer and fresher. Uh, so that's www.drleda.com, so D-R-L-E-D-D-A.com. Um, you can just find my content on there. I try to update it as much as I can. Um, the Cairo Inspired community is where I actually post a lot of the live interviews like we're doing right now in there. And right now I'm doing everything public, but they're going to be pretty much closed off to that, to that community. And the reason why is because we might talk about some things that uh, we don't want the general public to know about. And that's, that's uh, totally fine. Um, you can reach me at, uh, at D-R-L-E-D-D-A, at Dr. Letta on Instagram, uh, Twitter. I don't really tweet or anything like that i'm mostly on instagram and facebook so uh facebook is actually also a better <clears throat> way of communicating with me and reaching out to me so that's uh that's pretty much it awesome so i i have two links up here it was www.drletta.com yeah okay cool so uh i have that link linked below uh on the on the page right now i also have your facebook group page so it's facebook.com slash groups slash Cairo inspired. So you can head to that and get join uh, Dr. David or Dr. Richard Letta's uh, community. And like he said, you know, a lot of times when we're podcasting and stuff and doing doing live interviews, sometimes we talk about things that are specific for chiropractic. And sometimes it's not like no lay, no lay person wants to really hear what we have to say. And that's per perfectly fine. So get into his community now before uh, he closes that. So facebook.com slash group slash Cairo inspired. And then also head to uh, com to listen to all of his previous episodes and um, just enjoy his podcast and his content because it's inspirational. It's, it's meaningful. And he brings on rock star people, which I think is absolutely awesome. So, Doc, I appreciate what you're doing for the chiropractic community. I appreciate what you're doing for the profession and what you're doing up in Winnipeg because we need more great docs right now, especially right now in Canada that are um, not only pushing the needle towards success but also defending what we have – what chiropractic has built up there already so thank you for your your service in that regard um do you have any closing remarks that you'd like to say and leave leave the audience with uh you know what i just want to thank uh every single one of the your listeners i want to thank you first and foremost actually for having me on um and all the listeners really just thank you thank you for giving back to the profession thank you for giving back to the community thank you for freaking paying attention to us um because that means a lot to us and you know me and johnny were uh i like to say we're up and coming but really we're just a, a couple of dudes trying to give back to a profession that we really love yeah um and i'm going to implore you to do the same thing and you know find that voice within you to to, to do something uh bigger than yourself because the more that we do that, again, I believe at least the world will be a better place. Mm -hmm. And if we can move just one person from going um, from rock bottom to taking one step towards 
success or a better life, uh, then we're doing our job not only as chiropractors but as human beings. Yeah. And uh, I just want to say like a thank you again from the bottom of my heart for everybody that what you're doing in the communities that you're serving in, uh, what you're doing in this for this profession, and what you're doing for uh, for the world. So thank you. Awesome, Doc. Thank you for being on the show. Last but not least, a shameless plug: chiropractic students, chiropractors. If you're watching this right now, please head to thelegendarychiropractor.com to get everything that you could ever desire about chiropractic. We got blogs, we got vlogs, we got Facebook Lives, we got podcasts, we got we got t-shirts, we got everything that you could ever imagine for chiropractic. So head to thelegendarychiropractor.com now to do that. If you're a doctor looking to hire an associate, no matter where you are in this world, head to postachiropracticjob.com to hire an associate and check out all of our uh, packages, subscription packages available to do so. Also, last but not least, head to drletta.com to check out the Cairo Inspired podcast and all that Dr. Richard Letta is doing for the chiropractic profession and head to facebook.com slash groups slash Cairo Inspired to get all to get in on his community. Uh, before he puts it on lockdown so that chiropractors can enjoy uh, the content and be in a free and uh, ever so loving space. So doc, again, thank you so much for being on the show tonight. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your energy. Thank you for your efforts towards the chiropractic profession. And really thank you from the bottom of my heart for starting and just jumping in to, to podcasting and urging others to jump into whatever you're passionate about. Um, no matter what, what you are passionate about or what means you see about going to, to provide that value for people, no matter if it's podcasting or Facebook lives, whatever, go do it. Jump in like we talked about earlier in this episode. So doc, without further ado, thank you so much for being on and I enjoy, uh, your podcast and your time and all of your efforts. Thank you, doc. Thank you, Johnny. Appreciate it, man. Bye everyone. See you guys later. Again, I'm your host, Johnny Ruder, and this is the Legendary Chiropractor Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode, and be sure to check out all of our social media accounts on Facebook and Instagram, as well as subscribe to us on YouTube. You can find us at The Legendary Chiropractor. This podcast is intended for the prospective chiropractic student, current chiropractic student, and even doctor out in the field. Be sure to head to thelegendarychiropractor.com as it is the virtual one-stop shop for everything chiropractic. Students can find our various programs such as our free online book club, our Mentor Up initiative for free coaching and mentoring from peers as well as doctors out in the field, and you can even find jobs as a student or recent graduate looking for an associateship, independent contracting position, or looking to purchase a practice. Doctors out there, you're able to post jobs and your chiropractic adverts on the Legendary Chiropractor and you're also able to view available positions as well as listen to all of these podcasts and Facebook Lives on our website at thelegendarychiropractor.com. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll catch you next time.